This is 10 Things I Like About, a 10-minute, 10-episode podcast about unknown or misunderstood wildlife. Welcome to 10 Things I Like About. I'm Kirsten, your host, and this is a podcast about misunderstood or unknown creatures in nature. Some we'll find right outside our doors, and some are continents away, but all are fascinating. This podcast will focus 10, 10-minute episodes on different animals and their amazing characteristics. Please join me on this extraordinary journey. You won't regret it. This episode continues echidnas. And the ninth thing I like about these incredible animals is their senses. Just like most mammals, echidnas have eyes, ears, a nose, and a tongue which covers four of the five senses. We know they use their eyes to see, their ears to hear, and their nose to smell. And we're going to talk about all of these things in this episode. Whether they use their tongue to taste, I'm not entirely sure, but we'll try and find out. I do know they use their nose for more than just smelling. So let's get started. We'll begin with vision. Definitely not my best sense at all. But let's talk about the echidna. Echidnas are often described as nocturnal, as I have even said in previous episodes. But some researchers and zookeepers have seen them active during the day. So what does this have to do with their vision? Whether an animal is diurnal or nocturnal can, evolutionarily speaking, influence the development of color vision. Not many controlled studies have been done to truly determine the daily behaviors of the echidna, but scientists have been able to determine that echidnas do have some color vision. Since reports say echidnas are active both day and night, it does stand to reason they have at least some color vision options. Now, their distance vision is nothing to write home about. In other words, not great. But they are excellent at discerning shapes. They can actually distinguish a human shape from other forms. So that means they can probably distinguish other animal and plant forms as well. I think that's pretty cool. They don't really rely on vision too much, but it is helpful during the daylight hours when and if they are active. In some of the few studies they have done, watching them 24 hours, they of course have seen them active at night, and as we have determined, they are nocturnal animals. So it also bears reason that they will probably have rods as well in their eyes, and that is what helps them pick up light sensitivity. Hearing is a sense that many animals with poor vision will depend on to survive. Echidnas are no exception to this rule. They do have ears with which to hear, but they do not have external pinnae. The fleshy part of the ear that sticks out from the side of the head that, you know, kids make fun of their kids when we're young if they stick out too far. That's called the pinna. We have them, of course. Dogs and cats have them. Many, many mammals have them. But not the echidna. 
they do have a large slit behind their eyes, and that essentially is their ear. It's not something that you see. Sometimes it is covered by their fur and their spines. And it also is very similar to reptiles. This is the opening that connects to their auditory canal and allows them to hear. A study published in 2001 determined that echidna hearing is as sensitive as other mammals, such as gerbils and rabbits. And anybody who's ever tried to sneak up on a rabbit outside, you know how good their hearing is. But echidna hearing is much narrower frequency range. They did establish that echidnas have some sort of cochlear amplifier inside the structure of the ear. We have that as well as many other mammals. And what that does is it takes the sound from outside and it amplifies it in your ear so that you can hear it, essentially. And depending on the specific animal, different species have the ability to hear different frequencies. So the echidna doesn't really hear the same frequencies as many other mammals do. Echidnas can hear frequencies above 20 kilohertz, which is actually higher than your typical bird or reptile, but it's lower than the typical mammal hearing range. Now, let's take a quick lick, oh, oh sorry, look at the sense of taste. The echidna has taste buds at the base of the tongue. The presence of taste bud, of course, implies that they can taste something. I mean, why have some taste buds if you're not tasting something? But what can they taste? A study published in 2022 looked at the bitter taste in the echidna. Bitter taste receptors are typically thought to help identify toxic chemicals in plants and invertebrates. This would be exceptionally important for an animal that eats invertebrates. This research concluded that echidnas do have just enough bitter taste buds to help keep them safe while foraging for food. They have less bitter taste buds than other species of mammals, but they have enough. More research will need to be done to find out if they have any other taste profiles. Okay, let's move on to the nose. This is where we get to the really cool stuff. Echidnas have an excellent sense of smell. Their nose is located at the end of their long snout, and they rely on their sense of smell to find food underground. Their keen sense of smell allows them to find termites, ants, earthworms, and other soft-bodied larvae in the ground. This is not unusual, or the really truly exciting thing about their noses. The really cool thing about their noses is that they can sense electrical currents with it. That's right, electrical currents. How cool is that? So I'm going to read you a paragraph from the Nature Comes Standard website that explains how this works. They probably do it a little bit better than I could. So, quoting from the article entitled ESP, Echidna Sensory Perception. I thought that was great. The snout senses vibrations via both electrical and mechanical signals. A prey's movement creates a vibration that reaches the snout, acting upon a nanoscale column of cells like a combustion engine's pushrod. The pushrod transfers the signal to a nerve ending, creating an electric signal, and a mechanoreceptor creating a similar sensation. 
And this is like human fingertips. This information is processed to sense the presence and motion of prey. Like counting the time delay between a lightning flash and a thunder boom, the echidna can sense a prey's distance and speed. End quote. That, I think, is quite a cool nose. I don't know about you. There are even scientists studying how this works to improve human navigation capabilities and develop new methods of scanning objects. I absolutely love it when we take the time to learn from nature. Well, that's it for Echidna Senses. And I have a feeling that you found it just as interesting as I did because it's my ninth favorite thing about them. If you're enjoying this podcast, please recommend me to friends and family and take a moment to give me a rating on whatever platform you're listening. It will help me reach more listeners and give the animals I talk about an even better chance at change. Join me next week for the final episode about echidnas. This has been an episode of 10 Things I Like About with Kirsten and Company. Original music written and performed by Catherine Camp, piano extraordinaire.